right, welcome everyone to another installment of The Way It Is. I'm your host, Luke Andalfato with Remax Service First Realty. And today I am uh, grateful to have, I'm always grateful to have guests, but this guest in particular, um, we're coming full circle because uh, I knew John, John Lusink, who is the current president and broker of record at Right at Home Realty Inc. in the greater Toronto area. And John was a Kingstonian for a little while. Well, probably longer than a little while, but I knew John back in the day when him and his wife ran the Baskin Robbins ice cream store on the corner of Bath and Gardner's Road. And I brought the kids all the time for ice cream. So, and then John, though, but I got got his bio because I have to, because it's a fairly distinguished one. So he's been more than 34 years in, uh, in the real estate industry. Uh, he's had an award-winning commercial real estate sales career. Um, he's managed corporate offices for one of Canada's uh, most iconic real estate brands, and as well, um, ownership of major residential real estate franchise. Uh, he's an active participant in organized real estate. Uh, he was a past director of the Toronto Real Estate Board for six years, most recently uh, as the commercial director on the 2018 Aurea Board of Directors. Uh, while he was at TREB, he served as the chairman of government relations committee for two years and was most recently chair of the finance committee. So John is uh, not only an accomplished leader, but he's repeatedly distinguished himself in three major areas, mergers and acquisitions, uh, innovative operational solutions, and building high performance teams. Uh, so, and he, um, he prides himself on consistently delivering above average returns for his stakeholders. And he got his MBA from the University of Fredericton in 2018 and a BA from Queen's University. So welcome, John. Thank you. It sounds good. I should hang up now. <laughs> it's, it's, I did one a couple of weeks ago with the chap we both know, David Greenspan there, the Mindshare oh, podcast. Yes. Yes. And he did the same thing. He did the introduction. I went, who, sorry, is somebody replacing me? Is somebody coming who in now? Because who, who is the guy you just described? But That's great. No, anyway, you. well, thank you for taking the time. And um, I, wanted to, I want to tell the audience, and the reason um, John is here today, well, um, uh, is because A, of our personal connection, but... Um, you know, last week I, I did our half year in review, uh, John, given the crazy market mm. conditions that we've experienced. And John um, has his finger on the pulse of the market in the GTA. And, uh, and you know, obviously uh, trends in Kingston get affected by trends in, in that area. So I thought it was just timely that uh, we, we had a conversation. So sure. um, I guess, yeah, you tell me what's, what's happening in, in the GTA right now. In, in, in the market? What, what are you seeing? Well, um, that is the $10 million question that, that um, not only you, but staff, and it seems like every other uh, media person has the same question for me. Um, I mean, just to put it in perspective, when, when you, know, you suggest that I have my finger on the pulse, I, I have my finger on the right at home pulse. And, and for those that um, don't know. Uh, so we stretch from Ottawa over to Barrie, through the GTA over to Burlington, um, Niagara region. And so what that means is we're, we're uh, as, a, as a company closing um, or processing 25,000 plus uh, transactions a year. So th- this gives us great data quite frankly. Um, mm-hmm. And so 
what I can see, and I track daily and I, I get reports daily on sort of incoming transactions, um, you know, what, what's happening, where we're going. And, and so between that and, and what the movement is in our trust account, I can, I can get a very good idea of what's happening, where we're going. And um, true to form, uh, which has been reported, we uh, are seeing a slight leveling off. But you know, I, I always have to tell uh, people that that just means we're going from astronomical to stratospheric or stratospheric <laughs> to astronomical, right? I mean, it's yeah. it, it, and so, you know, there has been a slight cooling. So instead of 20 people at a, at a multiple offer, there's five, um, you know, but what's interesting is, look, uh, price gains continue. I mean, in in Toronto and GTA area. Prices are up 19 and a half, uh, 20% year over year. Um, you know, detached homes continue to, to you know, lead that, that price appreciation level, but condo prices are starting to show some momentum again as well. So, yeah. right. So, this, yeah, so this, you segued is, right in. You segued into that because I knew condos in the start of the pandemic were they, they took the hardest hit, right? I mean, that became a big vacuum. Uh, the whole condo market. Yeah, and, and that's a huge part of our business, especially in the GTA. Is is and you know again that uh, most of that isn't reported in in the the real estate board stats because um, you know I would suggest to you that the MLS boards now probably account for maybe twenty five percent of what goes on out there, and and mm. I'll throw this out as a as a whole separate that might be another podcast. I think MLS boards are becoming less and less relevant, but that's, hmm. I, I know I'll get in trouble for that, but that, that's my feeling. <laughs> I think you because, have some supporters there, but yeah. yeah. But, but the pre-construction uh, area is, is where we've seen huge growth. And yes, you're right. During the pandemic, there was the exodus of students, foreign students, investors. I mean, it, it kind of all, and and don't forget, there was also the new rules that came in about, uh, to do with Airbnb. So all of that, yeah. you know, uh, was a perfect storm for that whole sector to kind of grind to a bit of a halt. It's come roaring back. I mean, we have partners that primarily deal with the Asian uh, um, uh, market and segment of the condo market. They are back full bore, buying, investing. Um, it's, it's just kind of astounding the kind of money that is being dumped back into that sector. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and because everybody, you know, here, uh, you know, during the mm. last year and a half, we've been, uh, you know, uh, the, the byproduct of this was people migrating out of that center right. to come to right. Kingston or to come to areas like smaller communities like Kingston. And I mean, it's happened north of the GTA as well. And uh, right. where, you know, they didn't want to do commuting and, and this whole work at home thing now became uh, a new reality. And uh -huh. right. And so when you say, so when, when activity is happening in the GTA, you know, help me understand is that people buying up? Is it people still coming into the community? I mean, what, what, what's that? What does that look like? Because I mean, I know we're getting a chunk of people leaving. Yeah. So yeah. where is everybody else replacing them from? I guess. 
Well, you know, again, it, it's interesting. We did, um, I, I contracted our first ever uh, write-at-home survey because, as you probably know, some of the other brands uh, over the years have published their, you know, whether it's consumer uh, price yeah. survey or, and, yeah. and so we wanted to, to go out to the market and say, look, what, what, what are you people thinking? Well, what do you, where's your next move? You know? And so one the headline was that the pandemic driven exodus uh, we found was overstated. Hmm. Um, you know, um, only 18 in that survey, only 18% of Ontario Ontarians um, um considering selling their homes, we're going to move to a smaller community. So wow. that, that sort of is very different than what the media and, and maybe the realtor community in general were saying, which is, hey, everybody's leaving. Um, look, uh, the pandemic certainly uh, provided fuel to an already overheated market. And what people yeah. have, I think, avoided talking about is demand. Yes, we're supply side short, but the pandemic pushed demand to peak levels. And that's yeah. what I think created a lot of this. And then also uh, big companies saying, we'll never go back to our offices in downtown Toronto. And so I personally know, uh, it's all anecdotal, but I personally know lots of people, as you say, who bought in Coburg, Port Hope, yeah. Uh, yeah. Port Perry, Kingston. Yeah. But what's happening now, of course, is that the companies are saying, we'd like you to come back. <laughs> now what? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, the, you know, so I don't think it was as, uh, I think it was overstated. I don't think um, that that you're going to continue to see that. But I think it also, uh, Luca, pushed people in our respective age groups to think uh, earlier about retirement. Yeah. take advantage of where prices are at and say, hey, I'd like to go back to Kingston or Port Hope or wherever and enjoy a different quality of life. And I think that, and you know, so a couple of comments and the things, that, so I mean, 18%, if you're talking seven to 10 million people, that's still 1.8 million people. So it's exactly. still not a significant number of people. Exactly. Um, sure. Uh, but you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, I had a couple um, and, and the husband reached out to me and I showed them a property on the weekend and his wife ended up being the daughter of one of my longest time clients this wow. you know and and they're been in toronto she's the eldest daughter and they have a small granddaughter now and yeah. you know it's that same thing do we do we want to be closer to family do we want to be in this community that you know she grew up in that we know things about and and all those kinds of things so yeah right. so um but I also know clients here that have condos in downtown Toronto and yep. they use them as pied terres because they yes. wanted to go to for weekends. I mean, let's face it. So people, I think, are still going to come back. You know, New York City is not going to die. Toronto's right. not going right. to die. The theater district's going to come back. The yeah. distillery district's going to come back. People are still going to want to come into a hockey game, a basketball game, a show, Correct. all that kind of stuff. And I think once, now that people are starting to feel a little bit more safe or at least mm -hmm. um, uh, safer, more, I guess, confident about their, the health conditions. Yes. Um, yeah, those, those I can, it stands to reason they're going to come back. But you touched on, it was one of my questions, because, you know, you, you've done commercial real estate. I, I, mm -hmm. it's, it's not my bread and butter, but I do do it. And I, I, I 
like to think I still know what I'm doing in it. But mm. this whole office building thing, what, uh, I mean, are there just ghost towers now? What, what's, uh, what's happening there? Well, you know, it, it's interesting. I was in Ottawa a few weeks ago and, and looking out from my downtown hotel room across across the street at the office tower it, it was completely empty i was looking right through all the, the floors it was and, and 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 downtown in ottawa was quiet it, i mean it was like it was like one of those movies you know where yeah. you know something had happened and the world had gone yeah whatever aliens i don't know you know yeah yeah <laughs> Um, and, and Toronto for, for a while, I mean, it's still very quiet, but what, what's interesting to me is, um, I'm hearing more and more, uh, from staff, from, uh, colleagues, from people that run other businesses and companies that, that we work with staff want to go back to work. They want to see eyeball to eyeball. I mean, people are, zoom has been fine, but. Uh, it doesn't allow for that same human to human interaction. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you run a business and you rely on a team, um, I mean, even yourself, you, if you, you're running your business, you have a team, you need to once in a while sit down and, and communicate, not yeah. via Zoom, in yeah. person. No. And so I, I think what, two things will happen. One, there will be a return and people are being called back. But two... What, what it has done is pushed companies, including ours, to think about how we're going to use our space and our workforce going forward. And so maybe more flexible work hours, maybe more flex space. But I can tell you, we, we've, we've actually increased our employee count. I'm not talking about agents. I'm talking about employees. Right. Okay. We, and and we just in March, when the pandemic hit, moved into a brand new space after having spent huge amount of money. And, but I'm already looking at it, going, I'm not sure I have enough. So I wow. think you'll find companies are going to say, you know what, our business has changed, but you know um, we've done very well, and and we want our people back. So uh, uh, yeah. Oh. Have you have you heard any grumblings about? potential repurposing of, uh, of any yeah. of these things? And if so, yes, what, what ideas have been floated around? Yeah. yeah, some of them. I mean, you're starting to see, um, you know, there, there were a number of those companies, as you know, that, that um, um, provided hoteling, office hoteling services, you know, and Regis, WeWork, and, you know, there's a number of them. I mean, they're changing how they're doing things, and other companies are starting to rely more on them so i that's where i mean i think you'll see a, a, a you know some new ideas come out but but i can also say that look the banks and insurance companies want their people back you know investment companies downtown say hey we need you back in the office yeah it, it's happening and yeah. um it's going to be challenging because you know, people are also saying, well, what if I don't want to get the COVID shot? Do I have to come back? How does that, I mean, so that adds a whole other layer of complexity. So I think for the remainder of this year, uh, there'll be some adjusting. And then I would say 2022, we'll see, uh, assuming we don't run into another 
kind of pandemic, we'll see a return back to some quasi-normal. Okay. And so in your mind and, you know, given mm. what you just described and the stats that you have access to, um, because that's sort of what I said in, and I mean, uh, this cooling off that you touched on earlier, I mean, um, and I'm glad you mentioned it because I did see that in a news clipping somewhere or whatever. And, and, and I agree. I said the same thing is, right. you know, here we've experienced 40% price increases wow. year to date. Right. So, so even if it dropped by half, we're, we're you're still, still at 20, yeah. You're still at 20% appreciation, which is still... And so last night, right. for instance, I listed a property. Uh, last, you know, this, the model now is listed on Wednesday or Thursday, hold offers till Monday or Tuesday right. and have the weekend to get everybody through. Right. And, you know, we had 15, 20 showings, but only three offers showed up. But yet, yep. you know, listed at 550, sold for 610. So wow. job done. But I think it also speaks to the price point too, right? Yes, I've got exactly. I've got a, an, another property in the 800 plus range that's getting slow traction right yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah, and, yeah. I, right. and so different demographic, different yeah. buyer thing. And I also think though, you know, it's summertime now, historically, historically yes. in any market, summer months are yeah you know, not as robust because people's priorities are changing. And, and they're especially Correct. now that they're got the ability to go outside and, and yes. with double shots to go do things safely, or at least yes. as safely as they can be. I think other people's priorities are changing. Right. And, and, and right. not to say that there's still not activity, but yeah. right. See last yeah, yeah. year, last year, what, what we saw was that there wasn't a spring market because as the whole pandemic thing was unfolding, things literally got shut down so that shifted to this what would have been a typical summer and then it ramped up even more people figured out how to do their business under the the new yeah. rules and um, and you're right so now we're back to a little bit more traditional and i, I look there's fatigue buyer fatigue people are 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 fed up tired they want out you're right more traditional more typical summer where people are saying, you know what, we have a cottage, we're out of here, we're gone. Yeah. So, yeah. and and I can tell you, I mean, looking at our incoming deals, um, you know, incoming deals are down 14% month to date versus last month. But I can also tell you, they're still record setting. So, <laughs> you know, it, 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 but, but it, there is a, you know, is this more traditional summer? Yes, it is. It's a more yeah. traditional summer. Yeah, so no, good point. It's yeah, not yeah. panic. The people, you know, uh, again, media needs to stop saying there's a bubble. It's burst. No, there uh, isn't. Um, dude, don't my, get me my started. Only, yeah, and my only worry, I will tell you, is inflation and, yeah. and employment. Um, because, you know, I, I don't see interest rates changing too much. Um, but look. So, if so elaborate on that then for if you will. Just well, to... you know, I mean, there have been some, some, um, look, some industries, my, my wife's in the, the hospitality industry. I mean, their hotel, they're struggling, have been, you know, they were, they were down to like 15 to 20% occupancy rate when it typically it's 80 in the summer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so there've been, um, you know, uh, layoffs and, and these are, quasi-permanent layoffs. And so between that and prices jumping for construction materials and <clears throat> everything else, 
that'll start to filter through and then you know that will also have an impact and make life a little more difficult for everybody so to me those well, are the the worrisome things for business well and i'm going to add another variable to that which i'm hearing grumblings about here in kingston because kingston mm-hmm. if you remember we have probably more restaurants per capita than right. any other city in north america i think right. was the, the number the last time i checked but right no one no one has can find staff to come right. back Right, And so now you talk about hospitality. Yes. Who's going to come back to do housekeeping, to do it's very difficult. work? To do, yes. Right? yes, you're right. Um, no, it's not just something that's happening in the U.S. It's happening here. And, and again, you know, the good and the bad of the CERB and all the other, you know, um, support payments. Uh, but, you know, now people are saying, man, I'm not really, I'm good. I, I don't, I don't want to go back to that or pay me. Um, yeah. so that, 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 that's where the, that whole inflationary, uh, kick, uh, comes in, right? It's suddenly you're no longer at minimum. You're now at 20, 25 bucks an hour plus tips and whatever else. Yeah. And that's tough. Right. Well, now all of a sudden, like you said, now, uh, now your, your cost of goods goes up. So you gotta, the product that you're going to be serving or delivering has to go up, uh, yeah. you know, the same day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going back a bit, you talked about, you know, investors, because uh, mm-hmm. we, we um, uh, I, I know we've had a migration of investors here. Mm. That trend predated COVID, way predated COVID. I mean, I operate a property management company and right. we have a lot of absentee landlords. And, and before it was a function of um, investors just purely being priced out of their marketplaces. Like you just can't get yeah. the same three unit building or whatever building in, in, in your area where you can get right. it here and then make the math make sense. But yep. now you're saying, um, you're seeing a lot of more foreign investing return. Are you yes. seeing, are you seeing that local investing happening as well again in your mind? Not, 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 not to the same extent. I, I would say, it's, um, I mean, it, it's there, but honestly, the influx of foreign capital and, and foreign buyers is, I, I, it's astounding. Um, I, it's one thing I have to be very honest, I, I'm trying to get a grip on is how, why, where, I mean, how, you know, it's, uh, and that's not easy to find out. So, yeah, because then they're not. They're not even landed immigrants. They're not even no. residents. They're they're just purely just park. Like the quote the 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 slay saying that started a couple of years ago is parking money is yeah. apparently what right, right, and you know I mean what may uh, uh, have an impact at some point as it did in Vancouver is you know when there's a there's a vacant unit tax right uh, that's being contemplated so that'll you know certainly have an impact on on some of it. But, you know, with the pre-con, for example, I mean, there's, there's one company in Toronto, I, I won't name them, they're, they're a very successful brokerage. Honestly, they, they have um, employees who work uh, abroad um, in several different Asian uh, countries. And uh, as soon as there's a new project, they get the marketing material, spread it around, and then send back all their uh, worksheets for, you know, whatever number of units. It's, it's wow. astounding. That's um, unbelievable. Eh? Well, so, and, and I, I, I was listening to a webinar a couple of weeks ago, MPAC hosted it, and, and uh, the TREB 
forecaster. He was really smart. Uh, I forget his name now, but Jason uh, was it Jason? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. redheaded, redheaded guy. Yeah, think, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, they were saying how um, aside from this, you know, uh, huh. non-resident investor or just absentee investor, there's going right. to be this huge rebound and influx of immigration back into yes. the province yes. where people you know the pandemic showed people that canada hey right. it was a good country to be in if you're going to go through this again right and stuff right. in terms of healthcare yeah. and, and vaccinations and how you know da, 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 da. so i think that's going to come back and be another shot yeah. in the arm to this well, and that's a, a very good point, Luca, because, you know, th that hasn't even kicked in. So when people say, you know, the market's going to come to a screeching halt, there'll be a bubble burst. Hey, we, we haven't even tapped into that, um, you know, source. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. when that taps, as it's starting to come now, um, that's another here. That, I mean, that always was Toronto and GTA area. I think we're always good for a couple hundred thousand, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, immigrants to you know flooding into the area and well, so and that was their point it used to be that on an annual basis and it was happening every quarter like they were yeah. getting 250 to 300,000 a quarter now so you're talking yeah. a million a million people uh, on, on a year to year basis right yep. so they, yep. yeah and and they have the means right they have they're coming to yeah. open businesses they're coming to live in homes they're coming to buy homes oh, they're coming exactly. to buy investment properties yeah. yeah no we see that we see that happening here too i'm sure um, yeah you know even um you know i've got a small commercial space we've talked about it before for lease mm. now and you know we've price it at the highest net rental rate ever in the history of downtown Kingston. And I still get inquiries from everywhere, from right. everywhere. So wow. there's, there's, there's people out there that want to do business, obviously, yes. and, and, yeah. and feel that there's, there's going to be a need for it. So, right. um, well, I think, you know what, John, I, I really, I, I was going to ask you for your, for your, uh, pontifications and projections and forecasting but i think we i think we pretty much covered covered everything but you any last insights that you want to offer or anything or oh gosh um that could be a, that could be another whole whole challenge um <laughs> no I, I i don't think so i think look i you know one, one of the things that has happened i mean i i watch where our transactions are are coming from and honestly it seems like realtors now are, are truly embracing the I'm licensed to sell in Ontario. Um, I'm not saying that's a good thing um, yeah. because I you would I much prefer that <laughs> yeah, that, that they would refer to folks like you and, and others and, you know, in, in areas where we aren't, um, I would call, uh, uh, situated, right? So, but, um, you know, that that just seems to be par for the course. So, uh, it comes with added challenges and and compliance issues and all kinds of other stuff. So, no, I know, and and we're still seeing that here. The surge sure. of, uh, I mean, every, not every other, but I I dare say on a daily basis, I bet you. 20% of the sales are yeah. non-member out-of-town agents. Yeah. And yeah. Um, 
I mean, it's good yeah. and bad, right? You, you, it is. you know, you, you. I always remember, you know, back when I was working there, that you know, local uh, um, sellers and and owners often would say, "Hey, maybe we could get one of those Toronto guys to come and pay us too much money." Um, <laughs> you know, so I'm sure that hasn't changed, but um, no, it's gotten worse actually. <laughs> so, yeah. so there is the expectations are even greater now, actually. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Well, listen, John, I, I want to thank you so much for your time. I My know pleasure. you have a busy schedule all the time, and, and, and I, I, wish you, uh, I wish you continued success. And uh, we'll, we'll circle back and probably have a revisit just to see we'll if we were right it. or wrong or whatever happened. Right? Absolutely. So, look forward to it. Thank you so all right. much. Thank you. Say hi to all Pat, right. and I'll talk to you later. All right. Okay. Take care. Bye, Luca. Bye.